It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Peloton. Can't find a workout that keeps you engaged? Peloton is an immersive cardio experience with real-time features that always keeps you coming back. Get $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com and use promo code LOCKED, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, promo code LOCKED to get started with Peloton. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 567 of Locked On Raptors for Friday, September 20th. I am your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And, of course, please make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams. We've got Locked On Fantasy Basketball, if you're getting ready for your drafts. We've got Locked On NFL and all the NFL shows, if you're a football fan. And coming up, starting September 30th, we've got the Locked On NHL Network kicking off. That's going to be awesome. We've got a lot of great hosts lined up. I am in charge of that, so I can speak from experience. I know exactly how great the hosts are that we have lined up are. So make sure you are getting ready, subscribing to the feeds for your favorite teams as they pop up, and uh, get ready for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, on today's show, it is a mailbag episode, and I'm joined for this lovely mailbag episode by everyone's favorite, Katie Heindel. Katie, how are you? I'm good. Ready for the mail. <laughs> is this your first time doing a mailbag with me? I think it is. Yeah. I don't, I usually do these ones solo, but sometimes I feel like I like just sort of ramble on when I do them by myself. So I figured, hey, let's bring in a guest. Why Another the hell rambler. Not? Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong with two ramblers? Uh, so we got some mailbag questions we'll get to, but I don't know, Katie, is there anything on your mind, Raptors-wise, that you want to get out before we even get into this thing? Is there anything NBA-wise that you care about tampering or anything like that? Mm, no. Who isn't tampering? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't understand this whole, like, now they're wise to it type of thing. I mean, it's been, what, 10 years since LeBron re- recruited Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade as if that was totally above board. I don't know why. I know the Kawhi thing was kind of very obvious, but... I don't know. It was like it's seeing that story was very funny to me because <laughs> being like, oh yeah, we sent uh, someone to sit in the stands at every Raptors game. It's pretty insane. Last season, but obviously they knew about it, mm-hmm. so it's it's like no one is clearly no one's shocked because it's not a surprise. So why weren't you just like, hey, could you stop doing that? <laughs> um. You can't now be like, it was tampering. Yeah. It is pretty brazen to send Balmer to sit courtside. Yeah, that one is specifically. Like, that is the least missable guy in the history of the NBA. Screaming. (laughs) Yeah. Please, Kawhi, come play for us. I could see him coming, being in, like, being in disguise and showing up and then. He just kind of gets too excited, and he stands up, and like his disguises go flying off his face. Yeah, like the raptor comes over to talk to him, and he's just so, so thrilled. 
that another bird of prey has come to talk to him that he gets up and screams and his fake mustache falls off (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't really care about it i think if 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 the tampering is so overt then you can't again like i don't think you can complain about it Mm -hmm. um and there's always like we've talked about this before like there's always now different kind of incentivizing of dudes more like above and beyond just like what the contract will offer in any given market you know and like yeah it helps if they've got players there that can like make it worth their while i mean it's still hilarious to me that it's more it's funnier now knowing Kawhi was like i hate your team your team sucks (laughs) i'm not gonna come and play there unless you like fix your team but that his like linchpin was paul george (laughs) i do wonder how that makes lou williams feel feels like that's a guy who would take that as a slight although i guess it was fine they went on a fishing trip and all was good with this club with the clippers yesterday he was having a really good yeah time on that fishing trip he looked like he was having fun someone who didn't look like they were having the best time patrick patterson (laughs) he did he caught a fish though right like a goldfish yeah i don't know know. where where they're fishing for or what they're fishing for but that doesn't look like deep sea fishing to me It's, it's like they've they're like on a koi pond, but the the angles of the photos are really favorable, so it looks like they're on the sea. <laughs> I bet it's just some kind of like netted area, so it's like you have the illusion of like driving out <laughs> on a boat to a part of the ocean, but then it's they just stock it with like really beautiful looking tropical fish <laughs> that you uh, kill. Yeah, that, that you kill, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The yeah fun fun fishing trip seemed like it was good lots of uh, Kawhi fits and all that stuff and Patrick Patterson I, I forgot Patrick Patterson signed with the Clippers to be honest I felt bad yeah, this I week. was like what's he doing there <laughs> the did they catch him at sea like was he like drifting somewhere after OKC cut him loose like yeah I um with Patterson I felt bad about Patterson this week because in my uh, ranking every Raptor update. He was one of the biggest fallers because of just sort of thinking about Patrick Patterson in the context of this past season where the Raptors actually had reliable role players was, uh, it it kind of was damning. I think he was like number 19 going into this season all time, and then he's now like 34 because it just didn't make any sense to have him that high because, man, it, it was a stark difference, Danny Green and Marc Gasol to Patrick Patterson. Through no fault of his own. Anyway, I feel bad. I'm glad he went fishing. I'm glad he caught a goldfish. And uh, yeah. Yeah. he had a good time. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, all right, Katie, let's get into the mailbag, shall we? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I can't decide which one to start. I think we should save the really good one for last, probably. There is an all-time, probably the best mailbag question I've ever received on this show coming up later on. I'll save that. That is what we call in the biz a tease. Uh, let's get to uh, this question from Mike Gibbons. How will Pup losing the Polaris impact Pascal Siakam's 2019-20 season? Oh, 
I mean, not at all, but <laughs> it might affect Steve. Known <laughs> Pascal Siakam jersey wearer. Yeah. They, they, they should have won. I don't won. know that he knows it, that Pascal knows about them. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I guess I don't really take Pascal for a new punk type of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I just got something stuck in my throat. <laughs> Don't choke to death on your own podcast. That'd be one hell of a way to go. And I'm the host. Hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think I'm okay. I was uh, snaking a bite of my food. I uh, We had a HelloFresh that I had to make, and uh, I made it just before coming on the podcast, and uh, I still have some of it sitting here, and I decided to take a bite while you were talking, and that was a bad idea. I won't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> You've got to be paying attention to me at all times. Anyway, Pup is great, so is Pascal Siakam. I'm sure Pascal would be just fine, and I'm sure Pup will win many a Polaris down the line because they're very good and deserving. And shout out to Steve. Uh, next question here comes from Kyle Demetrius, who is going to be hosting the Locked On Sharks podcast with C. Morley on the uh, Locked On NHL Network. So get following Kyle. Uh, also a former attendant of one of my Raptors trivia nights. So. Uh, a little crossover action here for Kyle. He asks, do you think Matt Thomas is more of a collective arts guy or a Nickelbrook guy? Katie? What does this mean? Oh, collective arts is a brewery. Uh, uh, so is <laughs> so is Nickelbrook. <laughs> uh, okay. Nickelbrook is in Burlington. It's sort of right next to the GO train line on, uh, like, I guess Fairview is the main street there. I don't really know Burlington very well. And collective arts is like a five-minute drive from my house just down... Uh, at Burlington Street, interestingly enough, and uh, Wellington Avenue in, in Hamilton. This information probably provides you nothing. Collective Arts is in more of an industrial area, probably, I would say. Nickelbrook is not so much in an industrial area, though it's quite an industrial building. Um, Collective Arts weaves together local artists with their cans and their packaging. Nickelbrook does not do that. So with that information I provided you, Katie, is Matt Thomas a Collective Arts or a Nickelbrook guy? Um, like I'm looking at this guy. I don't know if I've looked at Matt Thomas yet. I'm going to pull him up. Yeah, let's take a look at him. <laughs> together. Uh, He's quite boyish looking. Yeah, he looks like a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to just say like Miller Lite. <laughs> of Forge. Yeah, um... Or, how about this? Mm. Whatever you handed him first. Yeah, I don't think... He doesn't seem like a picky guy. Um, honestly, having played in Europe, he's probably more of a wine guy than a beer guy anyway. Um, although, he played in Iowa State, which is the most Bud Light-ass place in the world. So, I think he's probably got like an eclectic taste in alcohol, where he's sort of matured as he's grown up. I think Nickelbrook is probably more to his taste because Collective Arts kind of has a wide range of stuff. And, you know, for example, last year they did like six barrel aged bourbon stouts, and those were very good. But I just don't feel like a 12.5% beer is something Matt Thomas is reaching for. He seems more sort of give me something light, airy. So the Nickelbrook stuff, while they do have some darker stuff, they typically sort of tend to the lighter side of things as opposed to Collective Arts. So, yeah. I will say this is a sponsored question. <laughs> it should be. I got to work on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Matt Thomas likes uh, a nice, 
lager or maybe a pilsner, and that's I think probably the extent of, uh, of his beer drinking tastes. Whatever you hand him. Yeah. I, are you intrigued at all by Matt Thomas? Have you like? No. Yeah. I have to say, looking at the pics, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, the shooting numbers are legendary, so that's a nice thing. But I also we'll get to a question coming up later. Uh, about the wings on this team. I don't know necessarily if Matt Thomas is going to matter very much this year. Also, there's a Matt Thomas who is a uh, Australian Rules Football League player who definitely looks like he likes a nice stout. Uh, a little more brawny than old Matt Thomas of the NBA. Uh, yeah, so that's where we're at with Matt Thomas. Next question. <laughs> Unless you had anything further to add. Nothing. All right. Uh, next question here. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Comes from, this is a very weird question, but that's what we like. Uh, this is from at Water Pistol Pete. Is this more, oh, sorry, he was just asking me because I was asking for uh, non-basketball relevant questions. He asks, if there was a Raptors popsicle, would it be red, white, and purple or red, white, and black? Bonus question, what would a black and gold popsicle taste like? I want 20 minutes on this. Uh, so let's start with... Uh, like the there's an ice cream guy going around with a bicycle like there was when you were a kid um, there's a popsicle in it sponsored by the Raptors what color is it and what flavors are those colors by the way so red white purple red white black is there a different combination that you, you would use um, I mean red white purple I feel like I've seen some off brand rockets that look that way mm-hmm. already mm. um, mm-hmm. you're eating again yeah sorry <laughs> please be careful <laughs> better be a popsicle um (laughs) let's think uh i would rather have a a couple different options almost like the way that we treat the jerseys so i would rather have than like a striped popsicle because i hate rockets the popsicle Mm -hmm. team i could also take or leave (laughs) (laughs) when i was a kid i have this very distinct memory of like running down the street after one of those ice cream guys in like my bare feet mm-hmm. with like all the change I had in my piggy bank and then the only thing they had was a rocket and I ate the whole thing and I got so sick <laughs> so I don't like that association so I'd rather have like a purple and purple popsicle with like maybe a red <laughs> like a red filling like a red like uh like a, like a creamsicle, but with red ice cream in the middle? Yeah, and we got to talk. I mean, this guy wanted 20 minutes. Yeah, we can easily provide it. Because <laughs> are we talking like an ice, like a water-based traditional popsicle, or are we talking about like a creamsicle style? Because that's my preference. I mean, we're already deep in the thick of it here, so why, why not just go with whatever you want? We can take mm-hmm. it anyway, any direction we'd like. And I will say with the cream-based popsicles, you can really do some fun and funky patterns on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you could put, like, a base. You could put the logo. You could put 
A claw. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Raptor logo, like with the claws and the ball. And I'm, yeah. there seems like there's some sort of cone shape there to work with if you're doing like a cone or something. You could just have like a cookie style ice cream. Ooh. Cookie ice cream sandwich is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> cookie style ice cream. <laughs> Many, I don't know if you noticed that. How many times did you line up for it? Because boy, do people in Toronto never, love lining up for ice cream. They do, but I've never had it because I have some respect for myself still. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that would be cool. Kind of surprised actually one of those places didn't offer that. With some like gold leaf sprinkle, that's a very Toronto life looking ice cream cone right there. <laughs> so I like the magazines. <laughs> um... Yeah, I wouldn't go red, white, and black because black insinuates licorice, which is a horrendous flavor. flavor. Uh, my fiance likes tiger tail ice cream or tiger stripe. Mm-hmm. It is repulsive. I don't understand <laughs> it. It's my least favorite thing about her. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I don't want the black involved in the in the ice cream. The I mean, I mean, I guess you could do sort of somehow incorporate flavors that are raptors related so maybe the mm-hmm. red could taste like the hotline bling chicken finger that came out a couple of years ago that they sell at the arena that's uh, gross hey you know what else <laughs> you know what other craze people are lining up for all the time is like meat flavored ice cream so i uh i think i'm onto something maybe a little bit ahead of the curve here like yeah that's some chop dash shit right there like oh yeah i got this uh, chili lime uh, chicken finger i'm gonna put that in the ice cream machine and, and it's gonna break on me that's that's every episode of chopped <laughs> um purple is good because that's kind of a versatile flavor and also great popsicles if i'm just going the like the, the the ones that you like break in half with the two sticks the grape one is the best one by far so i might incorporate that a little bit and then the white maybe you could do like a champagne flavor just to celebrate the title perhaps Ooh, so we got bougie. so we got chicken finger grape chicken grape for no reason <laughs> and, and champagne. champagne yeah my three favorite things <laughs> yeah I'm trying to think of like a Toronto taste um mm-hmm. to affiliate with a color yeah and I don't know that there's one specific taste because it's more of like food items yeah it's more like. Like you could use brown for jerk chicken or something, but that would like not be a good popsicle. Like a flavored popsicle stripe, but I don't know that we have those colors necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have all those, like, I don't know, yellow number three or whatever. We could probably make it work, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be, this is like going to blow some brains, mm-hmm. a fairly controversial opinion. But you know what would be a really fun-looking popsicle? What's that? Is the worst Raptors jersey ever made, Digital Camel. Oh! Camel yeah. jersey, 
pretty fun popsicle. And I guess you could go with like, uh, what does a green popsicle taste like? I guess um, lime? Lime? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the best flavor, so I'd be on board with that, I think. Me too. Trying to think of all like of like the any any like rappers who could have like a a themed popsicle after themselves. Like maybe you could have like a Kyle Lowry one that tastes like a peach, perhaps. Popsicle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a rose one for Mark. There's a peach one for Kyle. Uh, Kyle's butt. Yes, yes. (laughs) That was what I was insinuating. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Serge Ibaka's, I guess, could take taste like. Beef dick, I suppose. <laughs> you had to, huh? <laughs> I just had to go there. Yeah, I'm really. I really. This, he hasn't posted a new episode yet, has he? No. Has there any been? Has there been any like IG stories of him like filming or anything? Because I would like that. Mm. I mean, he's posting some teasers of people like in his apartment. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, back on track. Back, back on track. Popsicles. We'll get to that later for sure. Uh, yeah. We got Osmos flavored. <laughs> Just a garlic sauce so like popsicle. A sh- shawarma. Yeah, or garlic. <laughs> they just uh, pour the garlic sauce into little ice cube trays. You stick a stick into them and then you serve Easy. them. Yeah. That's, I, I don't want to eat any more of my food, at least, so that's good. We're, we're, we're stopping me from choking now. <laughs> Norman Powell, one of my fave picks of him in the summer was him chugging a coconut mm. with a straw. Mm-hmm. So he can have coconut. That's fair. A classic. Yeah. That works for sure. And uh, Matt Thomas can have a Bud Light flavored popsicle. There you go. Yeah. All right. We've spent. How's that for the popsicle question? Yeah. There we. You go. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think Water Pistol Pete expected us to indulge it that way, but guess what, pal? You should have asked us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people to indulge you yeah don't threaten me with a good time (laughs) uh all right where do we go here next question i guess we could do a basketball related question i suppose um okay sure our pal matt shantz from raptors republic uh oh god where did it go where did it go where did it go here it is all right uh with plenty of turnover in the raptors wing rotation Kawhi, green uh, etc and the return of og to health fingers crossed who do you anticipate carving out more of a role between stanley johnson uh ronde hollis jefferson and three-time champion patrick mccaw rank them oh uh wait who's the first uh stanley johnson and Rondellis Jefferson and Patrick McConnell. Yeah. Okay. We could also throw in uh, if you'd like Matt Thomas and no, Terrence no. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Um, I'm gonna say that they're gonna they're gonna give. I think this. I think this rotation or like the u- usability of these dudes will change also as the season wears on because I think. They're going to try the new guys in more rotations at first. Yeah, yeah. So I think Stanley Johnson, then Ronda Hellas Jefferson, then Patrick McCaw, or was it Malcolm Miller? Who did you say? There is Malcolm. We could throw Malcolm Miller in too. Mm, I 
mean, there's a lot of people we could throw in. But. I, yeah. Another one I felt bad for doing the ranking every Raptor. I had to DM the Raptors HQ group chat to make sure Malcolm Miller was still on the team because I did not know. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. There's so many players on the team right now. I know. They just signed some other guy. This roster. Isaiah yeah. Taylor, who I, I don't think I've ever heard of. He's also on the team now, so. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. More guys to not get any minutes. My ranking, um, I think, would be... Sorry, you can go ahead. No, I was just going to say, as a caveat, I'm still probably the most excited about Stanley Johnson. And I can't explain it, and I won't. <laughs> yeah, so he's the guy I'm least excited about. I think he's probably, like, last of my ranking there. I think oh. Rondé probably the most get gets the most minutes. Um, and then probably McCaw, because he's incumbent... And then Stanley Johnson. I'm not particularly excited about any of them. And I hope OG and Powell just, like, eat up all those minutes. That would be very nice. And I also hope Terrence Davis gets in there because he seems cool and fun and has had a a bit of a weird summer, which is good. Someone, I don't remember who, and I feel bad because it was a really weirdly nice thing to say, but they were like, you know, knowing you, like, I really think you're going to like Rondé. Wasn't that like, James Hurt? Didn't Jimmy Herb say that? No, maybe oh. he did. Sorry, James, but I don't think he did. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think he seems like he's a really delightful person and a fun personality. So, yeah, I, I, I expect he's going to become a Katie Heindel fave. Um, oh, another follow-up follow up to this question. Uh, Dylan Littman asks, rank them in terms of whose hair you like the most. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Let's see. So OG Ananobi, we'll throw him in there. We'll do Stanley Johnson, Rondé. Um, uh, OG's number one, obviously. Yeah. Then Stanley. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I've seen what Patrick and Malcolm's hair is looking like. They're they're on the team. <laughs> But I in the summer, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I they kind of go with a summer chop, maybe. Patrick McCaw is weird to me because he kind of, you know how when you see pictures of rookies and their hair is always buzzed down, and then uh-huh. as their careers go on, they learn, oh, I don't need to buzz this down all the time? Patrick uh-huh. McCaw has a real stuck-in-his-rookie-year-ass haircut, and he had that for most of his time with the Raptors. He's actually kind of regressed because he had sort of more of a fro when he played for the Warriors, but it's kind of gone down and he just goes straight buzz now so oh i feel bad because uh actually i knew this but like five days ago ronda hollis jefferson posted some pics of him with like doing a school visit and he has great hair right now what's it looking like he's got some long braids and they look very fresh and he looks very good and happy (laughs) that's good i'm uh i'm here for the braids uh-huh. We, need, we need a little bit of variance. We lost some uh, interesting hair when Danny and Kawhi left, and hopefully Rondé can bring that back. Matt Thomas also at the bottom of this list as well. <laughs> yeah, does he even have hair? Let's see. He looks like he's kind of balding. The, the hairline's receding. It looks like he should be maybe joining Team Play Bald. Shout out to Andrew Zuber. Um, it's, it's teetering for sure. It's rude to keep putting him on the list because we're just going to rank him last. I know. I feel bad. He also might be got okay. He might he might figure into the rotation. He's a very good shooter, and the Raptors have none of that. So 
Maybe we're underestimating old Matt Thomas. I don't think we are. Maybe. It could be. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe uh, not. Yeah. Do we have any more questions before the big one, or do you want to just get to the big one and spend 20 minutes on it? Like, we got to take some time for the big one, so. Yeah. Let's just get Let's to go. it now, because we're already, yeah. like, 25, almost half an hour into this thing, so. Hey, sorry to tease you like that, but we've gone very long in this podcast, and I, frankly, wanted to dedicate an entire episode to our answering of the next question, because, oh my god, it's a doozy, so stick around. The next episode will drop on Monday with myself and Katie Heindel answering the best mailbag question we have ever received on Locked on Raptors. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you on Monday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.